Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to make it very, very snackable. As we'll no, try. We'll try. I know that I say that every time, but we have literally an agenda written down. We're going to talk about the last Zello Pro show that took place. It was their one-year anniversary. I was able to attend to watch Rikishi and another surprise former WWE superstar of the Attitude Era show up. And I was with the real Jeremy Zaha. Um, and we're going to talk about that show. And we're also going to talk about their Halloween theme show. Halloween Survival, I believe it's called. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. It's Halloween Survival. And it's happening this Friday, October. October, help me out here. 26th. No, it's no. the 25th. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, got it all wrong. It's not a Friday show. It's a Thursday show. It's a Thursday show. October 25th, Halloween Survival, Cell mm-hmm. Pro, at Joe's on Weed Street. Yeah. How do you feel about a Thursday show? Um, I, at first, I'm like, all right, I'm up for the challenge. Okay. <laughs> right? I don't get enough sleep as it is. But I That's like true. as as I was looking at the upcoming card, I, I got excited and I'm like, hell yeah, this is totally a, totally a Cell Pro show where it's, it's a few matches, but really packed and it should be a really fun time. Yeah. And if you're just joining us um, for the first time, this is Chris and Charlie, obviously. Two is Invest Wrestling Podcast. We believe that wrestling is a buffet, and we shine a spotlight on the independent scene here in Chicago. And one thing that Zell Pro does here in the independent scene in Chicago is they have really, really uh, less is more themed style shows, which is great. You're in, you're out. You get a high value and a great champion at Tessa Blanchard potentially coming in. I'm not sure if she's on this show, but she's usually, usually at most. Right. Um, and we'll talk about all the other matches coming up and some new debuts. Um, there's a very large focus on in women's independent wrestling, which Zell Pro probably does the best at out of any promotion in Chicago. Not that other pro- there's some promotions that probably don't do it well, some promotions that do it well, but Zell Pro probably yeah. focuses the the most on that. No, oh, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll mm-hmm. definitely touch that touch that a little bit once we get into the the upcoming card. But let's focus on the previous show right now because yes. I wasn't there, you were there. Yes. I watched some of the stuff on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to go through the card. Uh, before we do that, I want to give a shout out to SuspiciousBehaviorProductions.com, Mr. Ed Kunell and Matt Enton. Uh, they sent us a comic book, Invasions from Invasion, excuse me, from Planet Wrestletopia, Russell, issue okay. number two. Issue number two, right? That means it's the second chapter, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how comics work. I'm learning that. I'm not a huge comic guy, but I'm learning issue number two is the second. We heard about story. Uh, the first issue. Uh, at the last recap of Solo Pro, we right? Did. It we just did. happened to work out that way. Yep. This one, two worlds enter, one leaves. So in this story, and I have a couple bullet points down here, you know, we're not going to get too deeply into it, but in the story, basically, whoop, ESPN alert. In the story, the world is going to wrestle, the, the, the wrestlers from the world, the planet Earth, are going to wrestle outer space wrestlers. Okay. How do you so feel about that? Is Space Monkey in here? Space Monkey is not in here, although he probably should be. They should try to work him in. Uh, the setting is Gotch Harbor in Florida in the early 70s. So Gotch Harbor, probably a uh, you know a reference to the, the old wrestler. Um, 
in this in this in the first episode we recapped Buddy Landell as a main character. We find out his father was also a wrestler because it, it goes back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. It takes you into the past, into the present, and in the future, like kind of all in the same episode is what these do. Um, and and his fa- Buddy Landell's father uh, barely made enough money wrestling, but couldn't give it up. So it's a common theme that you see with a lot of wrestling and wrestling in real life and the movie The Wrestler. Oh, okay. Uh, is that you can't give up the business. People just love the business so much, even though they're just scratching by. Um, there's spaceships in this in this issue. Spaceships building a steel cage around Earth because shit's about to get real. Um, and there's a space wrestler that has arrived looking for Rory Landell. In issue number one, Rory Landell said he was a champion of the universe. And this space wrestler, whose name is Manifest Destiny, took offense to that. So... Um, all around the world, all these space wrestlers now are attacking people in planet Earth. So it's kind of funny because in the issue, they're just like at the White House beating up people, and it's space wrestlers versus Buddy Landell and probably human wrestlers as well going to battle. So, All right. Well, I definitely have to <laughs> check it out. It sounds interesting. Uh, funny enough, uh, Miguel and Tank, uh, my friends, they, they, they run the Geek Studios podcast. Right. Um, I had gone to one of the the, the Comic Cons things that they're a part of, and Miguel found a, an, an artist that does a lot of drawings for like different comics. Okay. And there's also like I, there's this other world of wrestling comics out there that I didn't know about. So he right. gave me a copy. I definitely want to check these guys out. Um, it's I a know, quick read. It took it, me like five minutes to read it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I know you got hard copies of these, right? I have a no. I don't have a hard copy of no. the second one, but I have a hard copy of the first. Okay. And we have digital copies as well. Cool. So I'll definitely have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Invasion That's, from Planet mm-hmm. WrestleTopia Two SuspiciousBehaviorProductions.com. Thank you for sending us the comic. And if you're into comics and you're into wrestling, I suggest you go check them out. Yeah, I'm not really into comics, but I'll check out a wrestling comic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Zello Pro Anniversary Show. This was a show that Rikishi came for. Um, the opening match was Joey Ryan against Bryce Benjamin. Uh, I want to point out that Not Your Demo Pod has a really good recap of the show as well, of the Zello Pro Anniversary Show. And they have an interview with Joey Ryan, I believe. Yeah, they have an interview, and they have an interview with Matt Bacalling, the That's owner true. promoter. Yep. So after you're done listening to us, and you want, if you're craving some more Zello Pro, I would suggest go listening to the, to their stream. It's a little bit farther back, but you'll find it. Um, did you listen to the Joey Ryan podcast with Steve Austin? Uh, yes. Because I know, Chris, you, I know you hammer through podcasts on the, <laughs> on the daily. Right, right. You're very dedicated my, my, to that. My commute is, it's, it's not that easy, but I try to make it easier with, with podcasts, so yeah. I, yeah. Joey Ryan talked about how, in a lot of his... How he starts a lot of matches is he will make a comment. Well, wrestling's not really my strong suit, but okay, let's do this. Yeah, he did it in this match. Okay, he made that comment, and it got a, a good pop from the crowd because you got to find a way. He 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 starts off a lot of matches with right the touch my dick, but he's got to find a way to make it a make slightly it part different. Of, yeah, that, that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say like he needs to, cause wrestling is like there's there's different types of wrestling. Obviously, like there's that comedic side. Yep. And he bridges both. Like there's that comedy aspect, but also believable that he could really take the win and not necessarily with a dick flip. Yeah. So like the way he works it in, like you said, it has to be different. So it always gives you a different kind of. Um, it, it, you're able to experience it differently, and you enjoy watching Joey Ryan. Yeah, 
It's a, it's, it's somehow or some way, Joey Ryan's penis is going to get touched. Yeah. But in every single match I've seen, the person stumbles upon this dick grabbing in mm-hmm. a different way. Um, so yeah, he's teasing a lot of the penis. Uh, a Bryce Benjamin doesn't touch it until very much later into this match. I think credit to Joey Ryan for doing so much with so little. Joey mm-hmm. Ryan will probably do like four moves throughout the match, and you feel like he's gotten in an equal amount of moves. Uh, of offensive moves? Yeah, and offensive moves. Like, he doesn't do any suplexes, really. He might do like a scoop slam here and there. It's like a super kick, but he like keeps it very simple, but it still feels like his offense is there. I don't know how he does it. Um, Andy Two Juice Long ended up getting the sucker in his mouth. Oh, okay. During this match. What a sucker he is. And then somehow Joey Ryan started Joey Ryan started with a sucker in his mouth and somehow pulled two more out of his trunks. Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> uh, how do you think that happens? How do you think that works? Is the sucker just sitting there nestled in his in his pubic hairs? Or? Nah, nah, no, no, no. Nah. Okay. Like there's there's uh uh underwear <laughs> under the underwear, you know? Okay. But still, like it has to be uncomfortable, right? I would think so. Yeah, like if you're landing know. on your stomach, you're yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. It's magic. It is. I would think it's just like <laughs> a little, like a little pocket tucked in. So you think his trunks are like custom made with like little pockets with inside? Little po- I thought I was going with a little pocket theory. You <laughs> yeah. think trunks inside trunks? Like yeah, a really like, skinny, really tight. Yeah, like a yeah, male stripper g-string that holds the sucker. <laughs> and then, but is the sucker well, up against his skin though? In that, in that theory. Yeah, I, I don't know, because then he also does the oil all over himself thing. In your theory, the sucker it. would be pressed up against his skin, would it not? Possibly touched his <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess so. So that's why I was going with the little pockets, because you don't want, you don't actually want the sucker to touch it's his It's wrestling, I think. His genitalia. It's just like, whatever goes, goes. And <laughs> I wouldn't put it past a wrestler to just be like, oh, yeah, that's okay. So what, does Mr. Sacco also have a, a little pocket in the in the those giant no. pants? Well, no, so that's different, though, because Mick Foley is wearing sweats. Like, you can wear shorts under those, mm-hmm. and it's right. okay. Right, right, right. So maybe the sock does touch, like, maybe the sock hangs out between, no. Maybe the sock hangs out between Mick Foley's underwear and his shorts and just sits in that area, not on skin. I mean, it's not... The greatest either, but yeah, sure. It's not, <laughs> it's not the greatest. It's all sweaty over there, but whatever. If I had one one chance to ask Joey Ryan how he does like how he keeps those suckers. Or does he contaminate the suckers or does he keep them contamination free somehow in his trunks? I would I would uh, figure that okay, out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that just interests me. We want a little tangent there. Uh but actually Bryce Benjamin ends up getting the win here though. Um, one sexy mofo. One sexy mofo. Uh, really building up just Bryce's reputation and Zello Pro, which is a great one. Um, and he's able to do his own thing. The next match was Brett Gakia, one half of Zero G, and Isai versus Hades and Grayson, Storm Grayson. Okay. Um, we want to wish Isai the best recovering from injury, correct? Yep, he, uh, he had surgery, I think, probably last week or something like that. So he's recovering. Okay. That is, uh, that's, it's a successful surgery, yes, right? Yes, that's what it seems, you know, I, I, I hope so. Yep. Well, we haven't heard anything different, so, uh, best of luck to him in his recovery. What's great about that is that he's so young, so he's going to have a lot of time yeah, to, for sure. to make up for what he's lost. Um, uh, blonde hair, Storm Grayson has blonde hair, he dyed his hair. He looks even more da- Naperville slash Bolingbrook douchier <laughs> that way. Okay. Which is good for him. And then I thought the, the, the finish had a good storytelling finish, because if you remember in Milwaukee, 
CJ Esparza and Isai wrestled Hades That's and Grayson. That's right, yes. And then Isai rolled up Storm Grayson for the win. Um, he tried the same move, but Grayson reversed it and ended up rolling him up and got a little bit of a tights, a tights action, I believe, if I remember correctly. So it, well, that was cool that there was some some reference to, to the previous show on that. Right, right. Subtle storytelling there. Um, next was Simon Grimm versus Pat Monix. So this is a highly anticipated match. The um, promos leading to this one, well, they were pretty cool. They were fantastic. The Monix family was there. I didn't see Mama Monix, but okay. I saw his sister, or excuse me, Pat's sister and friends. I said I remember saying hi to uh, Pat's sister, who's uh, a very, a very kind person. Um, there was some glow sticks being thrown around. I believe Aaron from Not Your Demo Pod got hit with one. Those were being used, and there was a brutality spot, which was made to really emphasize Pat's bleeding mm-hmm. and um, this is how the apron bad spot. The apron spot. It was Where's a curb the, stomp. Yeah, on curb the apron. Stomp on the apron. Yeah, and like they use that footage a lot in in a lot of packages right now, or uh, that I've seen just because I've been surfing their their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and it just looks brutal, bro. Like the the way he takes it, he's bleeding, he's screaming. Uh, I think it was really well done. It, absolutely, they wanted to. They wanted that that spot was kind of like your your. Uh, Austin Bret Hart spot where like yeah, Austin's for sure. bleeding and, and you know everyone just kind of remembers that that's a spot to be remembered from this Grimm versus Pat Monix match Simon Grimm ends up beating the shit out of Monix giving him his tiger driver on a chair uh, Simon Grimm ends up winning and was the, this match was a last man standing or no it was just a regular yeah match. yeah I believe it was a last yeah, man right? standing yeah mm-hmm. but it was a knockout knockout yeah so Pat Monix was knocked out yeah. After that, uh, for a ten count, which is kind of like a last man standing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like the spin of it. Like it's not a last man standing reference. Like it's just a knockout. True. And, and also, like part of the their promos and all that stuff, all the videos leading into it, it was like even uh, Pat was like shadow boxing or something like that. He was. He was. So. And then there was a good follow up promo too, where Pat Monix said, "He's not. A, he can't beat these stars. He's not a star. He's just a project." So that yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of, in a sense, like self awareness on his own gimmick and realizing that he's young. Yeah, that there's some self doubt. Like you, yeah. you not start seeing like Pat struggle internally. Like this is just adding more to uh, what they could do with with Pat in a storyline. Yeah, I agree. It's very the self transparency of it is mm-hmm. like it's very cool and just makes me it makes us like Pat even more. Um, after this. I thought I was going to go into... Uh, these might not be in order as well. I'm just kind of reading them off in a different order. Okay. Um, there was... I want to touch on this match. There was Mason Conrad against Joey Marks. Joey Marks, by the way, has the hippest, coolest mu- entrance music that you'll ever hear in your life. Um, I believe we have that at the end of this episode, correct? Yeah, you'll hear you'll hear that in the outro. So stick around for that. Bryce Benjamin... These are two people trained by Bryce Benjamin, I, uh, I believe. Okay. And during... When we sat down and talked to him at the Warrior Wrestling... Uh, Fan Fest, which is in an episode, a previous episode, he mentioned that this match had really good uh, build. Uh, it built really well. It started off slow and then um, went into the end. Mason Conrad ended up going over in this match. And uh, this match had a lot of time, too. So these two were given a lot of time. And it's good because not a, I guess, at least in the circles that I run in, not a ton of people uh, have seen these Mason Conrad and Joey Marks wrestle. I think Mason Conrad is a little newer, and Joey Marks has been around for a little longer, uh, but doesn't wrestle as many places now. 
so it's good to see two newer faces. Yeah, for sure. Go at it. Um, sometime after, I think this might have been next, was um, a surprise. And, bro, let me tell you, the theme music, when the theme music oh, hit, yeah. Billy Gunn comes out, surprise entrant, not just surprise appearance, you could say. Um, and he brings out his son, Austin Gunn, who is also mm-hmm. in the over-budget Battle Royal at all. And Austin Gunn, uh, I mean, the, the pop was amazing, because it's just really, that's a fantastic theme song. And uh, it was really good to hear it out of nowhere. Uh, Billy Gunn comes out, introduces his son, Austin Gunn, who looked a lot like his dad and had similar moves to his dad. Well, I mean, it, it helps that he, you know, shaved his head the same way, like... Like his haircut is similar. The haircut is similar. Uh, he's still wearing the pink trunks with the lips. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like, yeah, you could look alike, but now you're dressing and acting like him, so it's a, a Do you not like that? Um, I think it's good for him at first, especially okay. if he's, like, you know, if he's going to come out and, like, Be Billy Gunn is, that. yeah, is mm-hmm. introducing his son, like, cool, like, run that gimmick for a little bit, but eventually he needs to find himself. You know, I don't think he'll, you'll, you'll see him do bigger things with, under the Billy Gunn gimmick. Right, you know, uh, so he wrestled a jobber one. Although I'm a, I, I love the um, what's uh, Billy Gunn's finisher? The famouser. The famouser, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know why I was thinking the ass factor, <laughs> but you know there was Rikishi there too. So you know. there's like no, that'd be a combination of the X factor <laughs> yeah, and the yeah, famouser. That's true. You could probably do do something like that. The I ass could. Factor. No, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm too old for that, Charlie. I, s- someone could pull it off. <laughs> someone could pull it off. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, I. I was super hyped when I saw that Billy Gunn was in the car. Well, he made a guest appearance or whatnot. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But, uh, no, because I was like... Did you have FOMO? Yeah, I did, man. I'm like, especially, I'm like, just just because I wanted to, you know, be surprised when that theme music came on. Like, I love that Mr. Ass Man theme music. It's such a great great entrance music. Coming out of nowhere and him coming out, I'm sure that moment had to be great. Like YouTube alone, like they, they they showed that and the crowd popped huge. Huge. No one up, knew about it. No one knew about it. He ended up sitting next to our friend Ryan, who's been in our podcast <laughs> yeah. before. I'm sure Ryan was just the cactus king. Yeah, he was just loving it. Um, as if he doesn't know already enough wrestlers. Right. He got to meet Billy Gunn. Good for him. Um, and then the main of not the main event, semi main. I believe was the Samoan Dynasty, so Rikishi and um, I think it was two family members. Yeah, his nephew and yeah, I don't know who the other one of the guys looked exactly like the Usos. I don't know. So it could have been been his his son son and another nephew. Yeah, it was like I had to double take a couple times after the match because it looked he looked exactly like one of the Usos. And they wrestled Jay Bradley, Brew Baker, and Gringo Loco. Um. You had mentioned a little bit about this match in our previous episode. Um, in the snack size that we did for the previous uh, freelance show. Mm-hmm. And how there were some clunky parts and how the yeah. um, the ref got in the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got to see this match. Um, this one's on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, correct. it's on YouTube. Yeah, what did you uh, say? Oh, you got to watch it? Yeah, I got to watch okay. it. Um, it was... It was obviously Rikishi. There was entertainment in there. Absolutely, um, there was good but, parts of this match. Yeah, of course, like, entertainment. Value. And I think you had mentioned this too. Like there were a lot of new, um, like these people had never faced each other before. So right. maybe the lack of communication. So yeah, there were some spots where it's like kind of threw me off a little bit. But 
I went along with it, and of course, even at the end, after the match was over, you had the stink face on Brew Baker, which is the perfect person which to is, do it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, you like so to it see him squabble. Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it delivered. There was goods and bad, good and bad parts to it. I mean, seeing Rikishi was a blast. Um, the people that he brought with just seemed to be a little out of sync with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But the cherry on top is Brew Baker getting what he rightfully deserves, which is a butthole to the face. Although I don't know why they would pair uh, Bradley and Brubaker with Gringo. Like, I think it was just a heel team. Right, right, right. Uh, well, yeah, it was a heel team, but like, I don't know if Gringo has a history of uh, being a heel in solo. I know he was when he wrestled Isai. When oh, Isai brought his right. family. Yeah, thought, yeah, yeah, when Isai did that debut or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so... Okay, okay, makes sense. Yeah, a little bit. Cool. Um, and then the... Main event. Main event was Tessa Blanchard. Versus uh, Miranda Elise. And versus Lainey Luck. But this was supposed to be uh, Chelsea, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be Tessa versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And I think Miranda was just going to face Lainey by herself, potentially. Um, but it ended up turning into a triple threat match. Um, it was pretty quick. It didn't go very long. It was very hard-hitting. I just wanted to take time to... Obviously, we know what Tessa can bring. Right. She's, she's probably the best independent. And she retained wrestler. in this match. She right. ended up retaining, yes. I just wanted to focus on Lainey Luck, I believe. Yeah. Um one thing that one thing that Zello is doing well is they're differentiating each other themselves. I know we mentioned this a lot of times, right? Different shows on different days, different types of shows. Um you know, I don't know who's brought in Rikishi, maybe like Pro Wrestling Blitz in the past however many years. Like he's right. he's a newer face. But they're really establishing they're establishing a new version of Bryce Benjamin, at least new for new for me. Um, they're establishing and then Laney, establishing Laney Luck as like someone because think about it. Like I know Underground, she's wrestling for Underground this Saturday, mm-hmm. um, but she I don't think she's wrestled for freelance wrestling yet. If maybe only in a small scramble role, if anything. Um, so they're really putting a focus, like you said, on women's wrestling, and they're putting a focus on her, which is great because I think she. Uh, she moved here. She's yep. like dedicated herself to the Chicago area and to improving. She's got a great look and a great gimmick. But she hangs out with the wrong crowd, bro. Well, she hangs out with the wrong guy. Yeah. But that's not our business, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. I wonder where she. I wonder where she hangs though, <laughs> in the Kylie Ray GPA line, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I know she's got a tag team with Kylie Ray in some cases, and then. She, I don't know if she's on team beat up GPA or if she's a fan of GPA or I guess we'll have to ask her yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to shed some light on her because I think it's co- like when I think of Laney wrestling, I think of Zello and I think it's cool that she is a focus there and she has a lot of potential, at least from a fan perspective. That I right. See. The differentiator with, with Zello is obviously their, their, their champion is a woman. Like they they have a women's. They're not. They don't label the title as women's champion. Yeah, you right? don't. Re- it's not like shoved down your throat that it's but a women's belt. It, it's but. just a psychological thing because the belt is pink or um, red. It's like right. Yeah. It, it has that. It's a mix. Feel, it's, it's, a, right? it's a yeah yeah. But I mean, I think it's great that they're just a they're a solo championship match or whatever. And it's, yeah, like we haven't seen any any guys go for the title. But and that's that's fine, I, and I'm I mean I'm not I'm okay with intergender wrestling. If but they were, I think it is though a women's belt. 
Right, I don't like, know. Is it? I think it is, uh, for sure. Not that it's like... It feels just like... It feels like what the, they would do with like a black label pro title, but I'm pretty sure it's just a women's belt. Okay, well, if anything, like the fact that they don't have any titles, and the only title that they have is this one title that's held by women, yep. and they consistently compete for that title, and it's like you, you like you mentioned, you Lady Luck, Tessa... Kylie, I think there, there are three women's staples there. Mm-hmm. And then they'll bring others. Um, and we'll talk about uh, the upcoming card right now. Yeah, do we want to talk about that? So Yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, Halloween Survival. Yeah. How'd that, how'd that sound? Uh, I'm sure it sounded great. You can probably cut it down <laughs> if you want. It was a little impromptu. Um, so the thing that pointed out that like stood out for me is that we have at least we have five matches, at least that I wrote down that that are um, up on their Facebook, and two out of these five matches are women's matches. Okay, so and they at least want two on every show. Right. As you, if you go and listen to not your demographics interview with Matt, the owner, two you said it's two on every show. Mm-hmm. Continuing that trend. So um, those women, right? ma- yep. Okay. So the the women's matches uh, for for this card is Shotzi versus Lenny Luck, which we just talked about. Right, right. And I think uh, so. This is Shotzi's uh, Zillow Pro debut. Okay. It's a it's surprising how she hasn't been there yet because her hair matches the color of the ah, Zello signs. Yeah, she kind she's of. definitely all over that uh, color palette of Zello Pro. Exactly. Um, and we have uh, Kylie Ray versus Indy Hartwell. Okay. Who also I will believe is her, her solo pro debut. I believe so. Yes. Uh, and I'm talking about Indy Hartwell. Mm-hmm. So those are your two women's matches. Uh, what I think is going to bring some comedy, and I think I've, we've seen this somewhere else, but Colt always surprises us. And this is Colt versus Colt Cabana versus Swaggle. Yeah, I feel like we've seen this somewhere before, maybe, or maybe it's been done somewhere before. But yeah. then again, like. You know, I thought Cole Cabana versus MJF number two was going to suck. <laughs> yeah. And it ended up being one of the funniest matches potentially I've ever seen. Uh, so, you know, uh, Colt's creative and they'll think of something. For sure. Is uh, Jeremy, the real Jeremy Saha going? I don't I don't think he is. I still I still have his AEW trading card pack that I haven't given oh, that I'm okay. holding hostage. So I need to give it that. Just because I know that he loves comedy wrestling. and He does. This is, this is, you know, it's a comedy wrestling match for sure. Exactly. Um... Zero G's back together. Mm-hmm. Not like they ever broke up, but we hadn't. I hadn't seen them in a while. Yep. Uh, Zero G versus Natural Classic. Yep. Not sure who they are. Um, right. I, I don't know. I didn't even get to write down their names. But, it's okay. Uh, it's it's um, again a new team for Solo Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are four matches. But what I have right now in my mind as the main event is Team Monix versus uh, Team Grimm. Yep. So continuing the feud between Pat Monix and right. Simon Grimm. Simon Grimm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Team Monix, we have uh, Robert Ego, or in the posters, Ego, Egotistico Fantastico, which that's his gimmick name under the mask. Right. Um, so I don't know which one he's running with, but uh, okay. we have also Marche Rocket and Isaias Velasquez. Yeah. How do you feel about that team? Um, it's the babyface team, for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then on Team Grimm, we have Brew, uh, Filth King, Brew Baker, uh-huh. Jesus Bryce, and GPA. The Dastardly. So, yeah, for sure. They, they, that's the heel team. Yes, definitely. Um, well, and well, it's elimination. 
Oh, is it Elimination? I believe, I believe it's at Elimination on the poster. Okay. A little hinting at Survivor Series here in October. Well, I think that is that is the name. Like Survivor Match or something like that they, they're calling it. Okay. I yeah. remember seeing Elimination, but, but feel free to yeah. check out Zello Pro, Zello Wrestling, at Zello Wrestling on Twitter, and you can see this this poster. Um, you know, I'm liking the Isaiah. I'm liking that Pat picked Isaiah. Uh, you know, Marche Rocket is obviously uh, athletic, and we know what he can do. Um, He'll chop the show, people. Simon Grimm, you know, picked a bunch of scrubs. Probably it's, a, it's Bryce Benjamin's good, but GPA is a scrub and a half for sure. <laughs> um, and then Mr. Stinkface is on his team as well. So I'm leaning towards Monix here. Maybe a little Monix revenge is yeah, is yeah, maybe I would, maybe I would, some Monix revenge. Yeah, I would try to predict. Um, but it, I'm sure it'll be a great match either way. Hopefully GPA, you know, gets. Gets beat up. Gets rolled up out of nowhere before, like, right when the match starts and gets eliminated <laughs> off off the bat. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. And um, we don't see Tessa. Right. She is the current champion. We don't see her on the card. Um, yep. It might be a, a bonus match. Maybe she just does an appearance and she doesn't have to have a match. She could just cut a promo or something. I don't yeah. know. Zell Pro does a good job of tying in stories by having people send in promos. Yeah, that's true. During the show, they do a really good job of that. And just because Tessa's not there doesn't mean that you shouldn't come to this, you the listener. Because uh, Kylie Ray is making her return to Zello. Um, and there's a ton of talent in that main event, especially just excited to see Pat Monix further his ability to, to tell a story. Um, and then Shotzi's debut, Laney Luck is obviously doing well. Yeah, you just so. look at the card. It's not many matches, but it just like screams out like fun wrestling time. Yeah, it does. Fun yeah. wrestling time. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you get some Modelos at uh, Joe's on Wheat Street? Yeah. They had and those at the Logan Square Auditorium. They had Modelos at the Logan Square Auditorium. Bro, I gotta tell you. Can I just tell you that story really quick? Uh-huh. I go up to the bar at the Logan Square Auditorium. It's our, It's the It's the bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't know her name. I don't know her name, but she knows you. She knows she, my order. She knows your order. That's uh, it's funny because I'm there as much as you, but somehow <laughs> she's just like that guy right. slams beers, and I'm like, yes, he does. Um, and I I say to her, I say, do do you have the usual? Mm-hmm. And she thought I said like. The, she thought I was ordering the usual. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't really know what that is. I was like, and I just said to you again, I was like, do you have the usual? Do you have Coronas, et cetera, et cetera? And she opens the fridge, uh-huh. and literally the first thing I see is the <laughs> Modellos. She's like, we have Modellos. I was like, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. <laughs> we freaked out. It's great. It's great. Wrestling's just better with Modelo. That's yeah. Conclusion I'm, I'm, we've I'm, come down, to. I'm done with that. I mean, I hope it's not a one-time only. <laughs> I hope not. Um, so... Yeah, the local Square Auditorium had Modelos. Had Modelos. Um, and Joe's on Wheat Street has Modelos, so... Yes. Modelos everywhere. Fun wrestling time. Fun wrestling time. This upcoming Thursday. Not Friday, Thursday. The 25th. The 25th. It's going to be a big, big wrestling weekend. Zello, AW on the 26th. Two freelance underground shows on the 27th. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday wrestling. I don't Chicago's know. Chicago's a fantastic I'm sure Gali might run on Sunday. Potentially. <laughs> They do a lot. Should we wrap it up? I think it's yeah. It's time to go home. What's our runtime here? What do we make it at? Uh, we're about half an hour. So okay, cool. We're, sure we're not that bad. Very snackable. Very snackable. I'm very proud of us. It's because we came a little <laughs> bit more prepared this time. For sure. Um, you can find us. Where can you find us? At two heels in a face. That's number two heels in a face. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yes. And you can listen to older episodes on 
what? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play. And you could also visit twoheelcenterface.com. Yeah. Any, uh, you know, past shows, you can go there. There's some articles there. Um, that should be it. Hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag GPA is eliminated first on the Halloween Survival <laughs> Elimination Match. That's not a thing. Hey, we can make it a thing. It could be. All right.